0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to my Horror Film Review Podcast. My name is KJ, and on this episode I'm going to be discussing Season 1 of Yellow Jackets. So I'm a little bit late to the Yellow Jacket party. (laughs) I remember when this show did come out, believe this past fall in 2021 and I heard you know some great things about it. I knew it was on Showtime. I don't subscribe to Showtime so I wasn't able to access it right away but I figured eventually I would check it out and I didn't know if maybe it was just all hype you know still beginning of the season when I was hearing about it but from a lot of people that I trust (laughs) on the internet and just in general the vibe was that this was a really good horror mystery thriller show so like I said I've kind of put it off for a little while I kind of just decided I'd wait till the season was over and eventually I would check it out I was just pretty much watching some other things at the time I don't like to have too many shows on my plate at once just not enough time basically but I'm really <laughs> I kind of wish I would have watched it while it was airing weekly because um, I'll be honest. I absolutely love this show and I wish I would have been watching a weekly so I could have joined in on, you know, the discussions and the theories and, you know, go on Reddit and just Twitter and just see what was going on listening to podcasts. That's probably one of my favorite things with television, TV, even movies. When it all comes down to, I love just, you know, episode recaps and shows that you can really dig into and shows, you know, for me, at least it all started with Game of Thrones, you know, with podcasting, you know, I remember watching the show, uh, pretty much from the beginning, and probably around season, you know, three, I kind of caught up and was watching it weekly. But I just didn't have no one else to really watch the show with, so I remember diving into podcasts eventually, and that's kind of how I, you know, found podcasters and people recapping TV shows. And I really just missed that, you know, people talking about TV shows, you know, water cooler shows. We're in this golden era with so much tv but a lot of it is on streaming sites and it's just different when you know it doesn't drop at a certain time on a certain day you know I'm you could there's so many discussion around that but I just overall I miss that (laughs) just a tv show that you can watch weekly and dive into and think about for the rest of the week and pretty much get excited about so like I said I wish I would have been watching this show early on but I'm glad I caught up to it and to be honest like I've already mentioned, I love this show, but I just had so much fun watching it, and I haven't been, I don't don't like to use the word obsessed, but it's pretty much obsession at this point that I'm pretty much obsessed with the show, (laughs) and I just need more of it, actually, but it's been a while since, you know, a TV show has gripped me like this you know like I said there's so many shows out there and I do watch a lot of tv shows but you know I like them fine enough and I enjoy them but like I said with streaming it's so weird because you know you binge watch a show and then you don't hear about it for two years or something like that and then you watch it again and then you know you think about it for a weekend or so and then that then it's over so it's just pretty cool you know we still got shows that are coming out weekly. Um, I know like Better Call Saul's coming back out. um, The new House of Dragons coming out. So it'd be cool to get back to kind of some weekly television shows. I used to watch Game of Thrones back in the day. Um, I don't watch it anymore. But I know that was another show too that I would watch weekly and then kind of, you know, jump in on Twitter and listen to podcasts as well. But so yeah, going into season two, I'll definitely be watching the show week by week. So enough of that. So with this podcast, I kind of just want to introduce the show um for those who have not watched it kind of give my recommendation just tell them a little bit what the show is about and then we'll dive into some spoilers and kind of more so the last episode because I just finished watching it so it's pretty much fresh in my head and just some theories and what I expect going into season two and then we'll cut it you know and not be the end of the episode (laughs) but so yeah for those who don't know Yellow Jackets is currently streaming on Showtime it is a Showtime show and it's about these group of girls that are in high school, 1996, and they're a soccer team called the Yellow Jackets, and they win state. I believe they, they're in New Jersey, and they're going to go to nationals in Seattle. So they you know, hop on a plane to fly across the country, and their plane basically goes down and crashes in uh, Canada, in the wilderness of Canada. And, yeah, that is pretty much your setup for the show. The show is set, actually... Um, I will give away, I guess, the first scene of the episode. And because we actually don't come to it, you know, it's just kind of an interesting mystery scene. And we see this young girl running throughout the woods. It looks like it's snowing as well. Uh, Cold wilderness. We don't see her face. Looks like she's got long, dark hair. And she ends up, you know, she's being chased by this other group of people who are... Uh, making like animal noises, very Lord of the Flies type (laughs) characters, um, very wild, chasing after her, and she ends up falling through a pit, and falling to her death with spikes and everything, and then they end up, you know, we see these people covered in um, animal skin, and wool, and furs, and they've got some Interesting headgear <laughs> that they're wearing, so we can't see any of these characters besides the main leader, who we have deemed the antler queen. Basically, she's got a big set of antlers on her head. But they end up, you know, retrieving this young woman, stringing her up. Uh, someone with a knife butchers her, basically, and they end up eating her flesh. And again, that is the setup for the show. Very quick and very much like Game of Thrones when Game of Thrones opened with that cold open, basically of um, the guy going out. In a past or across the wall into the you know the north, and then um, the White Walkers basically killing his uh, fellow uh, Pete friends, and then chasing after him. It's been a while since I've watched Game of Thrones; I was rusty, but and yeah, so it kind of has that cold open mystery setup. And then we do flash to, yeah, this, you know, the first episode's all about these girls. We see them in high school. We start meeting the characters. But then it also flashes back and forth to, so it only goes from 1996 to 2022 to present time. And we meet a couple of these characters, only about four of them. And we see, you know, what they're doing now. We find out that they eventually were rescued. Um, I think like 19 months later and we kind of just catch up with them see what they're doing and that's kind of yeah the initial setup and eventually yeah in the future present time basically um, these characters receive a postcard with um, the Canada uh, Canadian wilderness and then it says wish you were here and then on the back is this mysterious symbol that we end up finding out is a symbol in these trees, carved into these trees, these woods that these girls, when their plane crashes. And so, yeah, that's kind of the setup. That someone is knows what they did because they, they start talking about a lot, you know, what they did in, back in the past and, you know, hinting at stuff. So someone's basically blackmailing them. And, you know, the adult characters are, you know, it's a great cast. So we got Melanie Linsky, who's playing Shauna, the adult Shauna and she's a great actress she's always got this great presence <laughs> and she's just like just her mannerisms and how she talks in her line delivery she's doesn't have to try to be funny but she just is at times she's sarcastic a little bit but matter of fact <laughs> and but she's kind of your our lead main character in present time there's like i said four of them but i would say you get a little bit more of her she does a great job she's married Um, with a kid kind of living somewhat of a boring suburban lifestyle. And then we're introduced also to uh, Thaisa, uh, who's played by Tani Suppress, I believe is how you say her name. And she's currently running for Senate, you know, she ended up eventually going to law school. And now she's running for Senate, she's married um, to another woman, they have a young son. And again, she's also because she's running for Senate, and she's basically starting to get blackmailed that someone knows, you know, what they did back in the woods. You know, that's not good. <laughs> we also got, who else do we got in here? Um, Juliet, Juliet Lewis, who plays uh, adult Natalie. Um, she's pretty much has had a rough time after um, being saved or rescued. She's basically, we were introduced to her um, coming out of rehab, basically. And then also the main, I guess you could say this is probably one of our main Uh, out of all the four, who's really stolen the show, I would say, is Christina Ritchie as Misty, adult Misty. And Christina Ritchie really is pretty great in this show. She plays this kind of crazy character, but not like psychopathic, just someone you would kind of not want to (laughs) wrong she's willing to do anything. And she's kind of just like this good girl, this scary good girl crazy character basically but you also kind of like her character even though she does some horrible things both um, teenage Misty and adult Misty but she's so fun to watch and you don't know what she's gonna do but you also feel for her as well because she's kind of when she was a teenager she's kind of, she doesn't actually play on the soccer team she's kind of there uh the only word that's coming to my mind is water girl (laughs) or equipment manager basically but she goes along with them and then um gets stuck out in the woods but she just wants friends (laughs) and you just kind of feel for her at times you get a little bit more of her past in one episode but yeah she's really kind of needy and just needs friends and is really trying to prove herself but she also yeah she does a lot of stuff so (laughs) i won't get into it for those like i said who haven't watched. And then, yeah, so both we go back and forth, uh, teenage in the woods to their adult lives. And like I said, it's cool because you only know what four of them are up to in present time. And there's a lot of them that crash. So it's interesting to see, you know, who made it out, what happened to them, are they still alive, who passed away, who got murdered, you know, potentially. So there's just so much mystery. And that's just, you know, the general setup is just wondering who makes it out, what's going on with them. But there's so much more. I mean, this show is really, there's a lot of actually horror in this show because when they crash in these woods, there's just something going on in these woods. I don't want to, you know, so much say Blair Witch vibes, but there's something supernatural going on that leads to some horror and, yeah, just a ton of mystery cult vibes and there's a lot going on that you know keep you on the edge of your seat. Every episode pretty much ends on a cliffhanger, which is really cool to make you want to watch the next one. And yeah, so I cannot recommend this show enough. I hope more people do check it out. Like I said, it's got a falling right now. I feel like it's pretty well received um, in the kind of horror community. I even know some people at work that have watched it that you know are just casual watchers of television. But I hope more people do check this out it's um I know they've already approved a second season, and it's rumored that it's gonna come out at the end of twenty twenty two so that'd be really cool. I also would like a show that comes out yearly if it you know continues to come out like in the fall time every year. Like I said, I don't wanna keep mentioning Game of Thrones, but I feel like Game of Thrones, except for season the penultimate season, took a break, but it was almost coming out every year, so it's just like something to look forward to at you know, this certain time of the year. And with streaming shows, so many shows now they come out you watch it in a weekend or a week or so you binge it and then you don't hear from it for a year and a half two years because I don't know just production takes longer now but it'd be cool yeah if the show comes out yearly I'm really hoping so just to like I have a show that comes out in the fall to look forward to and discuss and you know, get into some theories. And I plan on, because I'm so hyped on this show, I did this with my other podcast. I did episode recaps for another show. But I think with this show on this podcast, when season two comes out, I'm going to do... Uh, episode recaps you know episode by episode as they come out weekly Um, I don't know how detailed they'll be I don't know if I'll go scene by scene by scene or kind of just give my general thoughts on each episode (laughs) but we'll see what happens but I plan on doing that and I'm pretty pumped and excited (laughs) like I said I've always liked uh, podcasts that do you know recap culture I always think that's pretty cool So, like I said, enough. I can't recommend this show enough. Please do check it out and then come back to this episode because now I want to talk about some theories, kind of how the season left off going into season two, what I think is going to happen, what I've been reading about. And yeah, so this is your spoiler warning. Let's get into it. So let's start off with the cult, which I guess you could say is kind of the big uh, mystery of this show. One of the big mysteries. There's a few, (laughs) but the cult. So the season ends, the last shot of the show is Lottie, who... Like I said, I guess I did not expect to become a big player in this show. We, you know, are introduced to her (laughs) uh, early on. We know that she's on medication. She only has a few pills left after they crash. Um, We do see her as a child when she has this vision of this car crashing, basically, and saves her and her parents. So we just knew something's going on with her, possibly supernatural (laughs) or a little more. I don't know, but also her dad paid for the flight too. So they definitely have, you know, they have money as well. And yes, the last scene is her basically offering the bear heart to this altar, you know, tree. And with Misty and Van behind her, both of them kneeling down. So we, you know, assume that she's going to be basically the antler queen that we are introduced in that first scene of the episode with the big antlers (laughs) and where he assume that she's going to lead this cult because we also find out with Natalie when right before she's about to commit suicide, this cult, these people just burst in and grab her, throw a bag on her head and throw her in the back of a van. And we hear a voicemail from her sponsor that works at the bank that was digging into Travis's um, situation. What, you know, who, Um, withdrew his money or closed his bank account after he um, committed suicide. And she mentions Lottie and saying, what have you got me into? I think I'm being followed. So we know that Lottie now is alive, you know, in present time. And we assume that, yeah, she's continuing (laughs) with this cult. So a lot going on there. I predict that and it's not, you know, some crazy prediction, but going into season two in the future. So in 1996, we're going to assume that, these group of girls eventually kind of break off into two groups you know this cult slash cannibals and the non-cult non-cannibals and we know that Lottie's gonna be probably in charge the main person of this cult with Van and Misty I'm gonna assume Ty also goes with them and then probably Natalie and Travis and Coach Scott will be on the (laughs) non-cannibal side and I predict yeah that Basically, the non cannibals, the ones that aren't involved in this cult, eventually get hunted. From, yeah, they're going to be being chased by the cannibals, basically. And that was that opening scene. Um, so I think that first uh, girl who gets killed is probably a side minor character that we really don't know. Maybe we'll be introduced to her a little bit more in season two. But, you know, a lot of theories were going around that was probably Jackie. Um, they again, you just see the back of her head with dark hair, and she's wearing that necklace, so, but we know now that it was not Jackie, so, it'd probably be another character that we don't really know that fell, falls through that pit and gets eaten alive, but I'm gonna assume that more sacrifice and cannibalism happens, just from what they talk about in present time. So, yeah, the big thing with this cult, basically, and they've got, they were probably the ones that sent the postcard out, and even though um, Jeff was doing the blackmailing for the money for his furniture. We, he was not the ones to send out the postcard with the symbol. So at least that's what I assume. So yeah, this cult definitely is after something now they've kidnapped Natalie. Um, I'm going to predict that they probably are the ones that behind are behind killing Travis in the barn, and I don't know why. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see Lottie as an adult, what she's like, what she's doing. Has she gathered more followers? Is there more people from the soccer team that are still with her? Or once she got saved, she continued on and got some more followers and what they're up to. And they could probably be pretty dangerous. I'm going to predict that we're going to see Van as an adult, which will be pretty cool. And I'm going to assume that she's still involved in this cult. Because like I said, we saw her in that last scene uh, kneeling down behind Lottie. And I'm going to predict that, yes, as an adult, she's probably still following Lottie, part of this cult, maybe number two or something like that. And I hope to see Van because I actually quite enjoyed – I liked her teenage character. I felt really bad for her, and I was really hoping she wouldn't die eventually because, you know, once they – when they initially uh, crashed the plane – And they went back to save her. She was strapped in and Jackie basically said to leave her, but she eventually did get out. So she almost died right there. And then how horrible, and then she got attacked by that wolf. And basically the side of her face got tore off. And again, just brutal scene. And I thought the actress did a really good job. Uh, portraying that pain too when they were stitching her up and everything i you know you just felt her pain and it was pretty rough actually but van i'm you know hoping she makes it out i don't really want her to be involved in this cult but it appears that's probably what she's gonna be as an adult but i'm hoping Van maybe she can eventually get out of it (laughs) but we'll see what happens with her and i'm gonna predict yeah with uh ty that she was probably yeah you know, in 1996, she was probably part of this cult with Van, and then probably eventually left when she was an adult, because we do know that she went to Howard, she went and studied law at Columbia, and then she, you know, went on to have a good career, get married, and now running for Senate, but I'm gonna predict that she is still using, you know, their rituals, or is still practicing, because we find out too at the end that, you know, her wife, when she's at the house and she finds like this secret kind of lair <laughs> in her basement we find the dog's head uh, heart and something else with the symbols in the background so she's definitely still practicing um, these rituals and doing sacrifices and that smile at the end when she wins the senate because she wasn't supposed to win she was supposed to lose even they said that it's a shocking um, victory for her that she probably did this to win but you know, I don't know, was she conscious of doing that? Does she have, you know, some kind of other side to her where, because we know she sleepwalks and she's terrified when she finds out she sleepwalks and she could possibly do harm. She's outside, she's, you know, eating dirt and other things it looks like. So something else is going on with her. So I don't know, you know, if she is practicing, you know, with this cult, if she's doing it, on purpose basically, or if she's doing it with a full head with, you know, or she's doing it unconsciously in her sleep once while she's sleepwalking. Is there two? Yeah. Um, I guess sides to her I don't know there's a lot going on with her as well so it'll be interesting to see going into season two but that smile is kind of a vicious smile at the end when she wins so I'm gonna I don't know we'll see if maybe she still is involved with the call and she kind of played us the entire time but the way she acted when she was you know sleepwalking as an adult when she found herself outside the one night and then, you know, when she tells her wife to uh, and take her son away, she seemed very genuine and very scared. So I'm going to predict something's going on with her. I don't know, though. Also with her, you know, her son is drawing these graphic pictures. So he is seeing some stuff, whether, you know, while she's sleepwalking or what. And I saw... Um, one YouTube video where in his pictures, you see uh, like a stick figure with red hair. So maybe, you know, adult Van is coming around, <laughs> you know, behind the scenes. We don't know. I don't know. There's so much going on in this show. But yeah, he has definitely, have he has seen some stuff, her doing some ritualistic things and some sacrifices. I don't know, but she's up to something. So we'll see what goes on with that in season two. <laughs> and also too, I definitely believe that Misty is involved in this cult. We know that we also, too, at the end of the first episode, the only character we see in um, that's opening cold open with all of them wearing their fur and um, outfits, we only see Misty actually, you know, lift up her mask, basically, to reveal herself. So we know that she's part of this cult slash cannibals in 1996 and i'm going to predict that she's also involved as an adult i can see her still playing both sides being in this cult continuing on with them but also pretending she's not Um, she could just be a huge player also in the conference she's probably the one that called them and told them about natalie where she was so she's up to something she's a wild card you don't know what's going on in her head she also drugged that reporter I forgot her i don't have her name on top of my head right now, but when she l- eventually let her go, I knew she wasn't just going to let her go to be free, basically, but she put vetanol in her cigarettes and drugged her, and I thought maybe she's going to have an overdose and die you know at or she did die at that scene when she kind of crashed her car, or we 'll see if she comes back in season two i'm not sure, but if she does come back, she 'll obviously tell <laughs> the police or someone about Misty and we'll see what goes by we may not see her again or I don't know to be honest that's yeah another side story side plot and then also the last probably plot I I can think of off the top of my head is probably Jackie so we knew early on that Jackie died because we see the adult uh, Shauna and Jeff go to her parents house on her birthday and they made a lot of references that she was no longer around so we kept you know they teased us then you know thinking possibly that they murdered her back in 1996 that she was the one that fell through that pit i guess that that wasn't her you know like i said they had that misdirect because that character is wearing her necklace we see it going back and forth between her and shauna but last that we know that jackie has this necklace this heart necklace and i knew eventually she would die i didn't know if we would find out this season or if they would leave it for us to figure out or find out in the next season or so but I did not expect her to freeze to death, basically. I thought that was a really sad way to go. And I think that was pretty, I don't want to say cool, but just good writing because, yeah, we kept thinking that she was going to have a violent death. You know, she had that altercation right before she went outside where basically they're all against her and her and shauna fight and you just know that she's on the outs with all these girls but when she goes outside you know she starts a little fire and then she has this dream sequence right before she dies really creepy where she goes back inside the house they're all kind of standing around in a circle smiling and they say i we love you jackie and lottie offers her um hot chocolate she drinks it and then you see this creepy guy in the corner that is um his title after credit in the credits is hunter but we're going to, I would assume that he probably owns this cabin, but he tells her very creepily, you know, we've been waiting for you to join us or something like that. So I don't know what's going on there. (laughs) If this, these woods, if this cabin, the people that die there are stuck there, you know, as ghosts or, you know, in this weird limbo, um, alternate reality, I don't know. I think now we're diving into Lost Vibes with that, with this plot and these theories. But yeah, something, I'm curious what's going to happen with her. I don't think it's going to be the last we see of Jackie. Um, After, you know, this dream sequence, again, yeah, she goes into the house, you know, they're all standing around her, the fire, and then we see that creepy guy that I'm going to guess owns the cabin in the corner, but when Shauna wakes up, it's snowing outside, so we know it's winter now, winter has come, that's what they've been kind of afraid and waiting for. And when she goes outside, Jackie is frozen to death. And, yeah, that's a really, I mean, a realistic way to go. So this whole time leading up, I'm thinking she's going to have this violent death, this, you know, they were going to attack her or eat her or kill her or something was going to happen. But for her to basically just go a natural, realistic way was really gut-wrenching and sad so that's the ending with you know them there and shauna screaming and crying so we're going to go into season two i'm assuming probably right after this you know now it's winter and probably shauna's going to start spiraling out of control with jackie's death and how they left things you know they had that big altercation you know her going back and forth with each other and yeah jackie's gone now so i'm going to assume again i'm curious what's going to happen i don't know i i wouldn't be surprised if they bring the actress back you know, we see some, uh, we see her as a ghost, because we already seen her as a ghost with adult Shauna, but I don't know if they're gonna start diving into, like I said, this alternate reality, this time, lim- this limbo that possibly you get in if you die there in the woods, there's something strange going on in these woods, uh, especially, yeah, the one, the religious girl, when she tried to leave, and the plane caught on fire and and, uh, exploded it's very clear that these woods want to keep these girls and um, those guys also there and stuck there so there's just a lot going on in this show and yeah there's even more theories out there Adam's dead I think that's the end of Adam a lot of theories is that that's Travis's younger brother also in 1996 Travis's younger brother is missing they don't know where he is So we still got to figure that out. That's the last thing we see is him and Nat crying and hugging and he's looking for the younger brother. Um, But a lot of people were speculating that him as an adult was Adam doing something, blackmailing Shauna and the group of girls. But I'm going to I'm going to predict no, it's possible. I think Adam's done. I think going into season two, the storyline for adult Shauna, her husband, Jeff, and even the daughter because she knew of him is going to be them basically hiding the secret that you know he's dead because the last shot of for them is they're watching TV happy together and the news shows up and says that family and friends are looking for you know this 37 year old artist from Hoboken Adam so I don't think that storyline's done so much I think we're going to see the consequences of his death and you know maybe it affecting Shauna and Jeff and the and their daughter but I don't I don't pr- foresee Adam yeah become you know being a character there's there's a lot of theories out there though because of his back he had some back tattoos that looked like uh the canadian wilderness and possibly that symbol (laughs) there's just so much going on the show you could like i said speculate for days but i think i covered kind of the big theories the big plot points going into season two i'm really excited i'm pumped i'm going to continue reading on reddit and any little information that comes out when they announce more casting (laughs) and some and more um yeah, footage or some pictures or anything, I'm going to be kind of checking the internet, <laughs> not daily, but checking it frequently to see, you know, some updates on yellow jackets. Cause I'm pumped for season two. I'm pretty hyped and I'm excited to see where this show goes. I think this could possibly be like the next big show. I don't know. Like I said, I think it kind of has a small, like a, a decent gathering, a decent following right now. I don't know, it's not, it's nowhere on the levels of like Game of Thrones or anything yet, and I don't know if it ever will be, but I think the show could be kind of the next big thing, the next big water cooler show for, you know, a lot of people to talk about weekly, so I'm all for it, I'm excited, and I think that's going to do it for this week's episode, Um, I just want to say thank you as always for the listen, I really do appreciate it, and yeah, if you, you know, have listened to this episode, if you like Yellow Jackets, you know, keep an eye out for season two when I'll be doing weekly episodes. And until then, you can also follow me on Letterbox at KJ Steiner. I hope everyone has a great rest of the week and I will check you guys out next time. Bye bye.